All right, so today's episode is going to be a little bit different. It is actually one of my most popular maths classes that I have turned into an episode. So today's episode is going to be my Boundaries Babe Masterclass, which I think had like just over 20 people in it, which is fucking amazing. But I'm making it more accessible for everyone else to listen to, So, which is why I'm checking it on my podcast but let's get into the recording okay i'm hoping that you guys can see me but fucking welcome like i am so excited for this master class this is the one that i am the most excited about because this is stuff that like i'm actually going through at the moment like i'm always implementing boundaries and like my focus for this year is just cleaning my shit up and like going back to the basics because we often forget about the bare minimum when we're just trying to jump to the big and exciting stuff because that's all the like that's all the fun stuff. So for me, that was like cleaning up my personal habits, my um like business backend, cleaning up the boundaries, and just like looking after myself. So like last year, I actually already had pretty strict boundaries within business. Um, so cleaning up my boundaries this year actually looks like relationships and friendships and my boundaries, boundaries with myself. Whereas some of you, you might be in this for business boundaries or you might be in this for business and personal boundaries. So like boundaries are different for everyone and everyone is like in need of help with different sort of boundaries. So first of all, I'm celebrating the fuck out of you for joining this much class. I know that everyone on this call is ready to do some big things and make some big moves. And the fact that you're joining this master class just proves that. So I'll have a drink for you tonight. Um, so we like go into the new year saying all these people set massive big goals and we actually forget about finding the little things like boundaries. Um, and I say little things because we are led to think that change, that charging someone a cancellation fee or introducing deposits or whatever it may be is little compared to all these big things like becoming a six-figure business. Like, yeah, it's much more big and exciting to say I'm going to make 200k this year or I'm going to become a six-figure business. Whereas if you told someone that your 2023 goals were to enforce boundaries, they'd be like, I cool, like, is that it? When actually, like, these little goals are just as important as big ones because one can't coexist without the other, right? You cannot become a six-figure business without boundaries, without having the foundation set to build that business. You cannot make 200K a year without having boundaries. You've got to refine the basics and the foundations and have them down packed to a high fucking standard before you can move on to the big things and actually scale your business. First of all, I kind of just want to go through some housekeeping, ground rules, whatever you want to call them. Um, so the first one is, although you have not paid for this masterclass, although like it is a free masterclass, I want you to treat it like you have paid 500 bucks for it. I want you to put the same energy into it and action the same amount of knowledge from this as you would if you were if you paid for it, right? So I mean, like actually taking, like actually paying attention, actually taking notes if that's what you want to do, um, like going back and watching it over and over again, like actually pretend like you paid a million fucking dollars for it. Um, second thing is, 
I was originally gonna um, hold this live. So if you have any questions after watching this, then please message me on Instagram and I can reply reply to them or set up something to answer questions. Um, and I think that's actually about it for just like some housekeeping kind of things. Um, so coming to this last class, you were probably like, how the fuck is she going to talk about boundaries, cancellations, nacho policies for 60 fucking minutes? And like at the speed that I'm talking, I actually don't think it's going to be 60 minutes because I'm rambling and talking so fast with it. I okay. Um, boundaries go so much deeper than just business terms and conditions. Like it's not just your no-show policy, your late policy, your cancellation policy, your infill policy. It goes so much fucking deeper than that, and you will soon realise that. So although I will talk about terms and conditions, I'm more so going to be focusing on like boundaries within your personal life. Because if you don't have boundaries within your personal life, you certainly will not have boundaries within your business, and you won't be able to enforce them. So boundaries are different for every single person. Boundaries represent what one person feels comfortable with and what some what one person feels triggered by. So obviously people are going to feel comfortable and triggered by different things. Therefore, our boundaries will be completely different. For example, for me, a 24-hour cancellation period feels like not enough time, like not enough time to replace that client, and I like to know my income well in, in advance to budget. Whereas for you, 24 hours might seem absolutely fine. Or for me, I don't want friends talking about, I don't want to have friends that just talk about their boyfriend or ex the whole time that we're together. But you might be completely okay with that. You might thrive off that. So boundaries are like, boundaries are about finding what you feel crosses the line and what doesn't align with you and what you want in your life. So boundaries will change over time as you change as a person because we're continuously growing as a person and like developing these new beliefs and values about ourselves. You'll find that new things need to be enforced, new boundaries need to be enforced, and maybe old boundaries no longer need to be in place. Okay, I need to slow down for a second. Hold up. I've also got this little thingy out and I'm really hoping that I've actually set it up properly and it's actually working because I really don't want to have to go back and record all of this. Um, all right. So we often don't enforce boundaries because we fear being the bad guy. We fear being disliked. We fear losing friends. We fear losing clients. We fear new clients not booking with us because we've got too many roles. We fear a romantic relationship ending. We, we, we fear. So whatever boundary it is, we fear something, which is why we don't enforce it. It's our people-pleasing mindset coming out and us yet again. We're being convinced to think that a people-pleasing mindset is actually a good thing. While it is sometimes, business isn't one of those times. By not enforcing your boundaries, you're giving into fear. We're literally blocking ourselves from the success that we deserve and crave so badly. All right. Um, if we want clients to treat our business like a fucking business that we want them to, we need to treat our business like a business first. Because it is a business, even if you're just doing it as a hobby, it's still a source of your income. It's 
of oh, and it comes without. This is still a source of not. This is still a source of not our main and only source of income to put phone on the table and a roof above our fucking head. It is a business, so start, start treating it like one. Boundaries can be hard to identify and acknowledge, but I'm about to make it really fucking simple for you. If you start to feel triggered, angry, or frustrated by certain things, it should probably be a boundary. So if you start to hate and dislike things that you normally would love, there might need to be a boundary in place. If you start to feel triggered, frustrated, or mad in situations, it should probably have a boundary in place. When we don't have boundaries in place, we start to resent things and people, things and people that we shouldn't, that like we should actually really enjoy or that we used to enjoy. For example, we might start to resent certain clients because they show up late or come in with dirty lashes. Or you might start to resent seeing a friend because all they talk about is the ex. We start to resent situations and people because we don't have boundaries in place. So I want you to become aware of your thoughts, feelings, and emotions. I want you to acknowledge them instead of pushing them to the side. I want you to notice when you're feeling mad, triggered, and frustrated. And when you have these feelings and emotions, ask yourself why you feel like that. That right there will give you a straight-up answer to what boundary you need to enforce. A massive part of boundaries is value and alignment. So figuring out what you value will determine what boundaries need to be in place. Um, and by figuring out what you value, I don't just mean values. I actually mean like what feels good for you, what doesn't feel good for you, what you want your life to look like what you want your relationships to look like and, like, the human you want to fucking be, like, the human you desire so badly to be, they all play a huge part into boundaries and, like, what boundaries we need to enforce. So after this masterclass, I want you to write down what, like, what do you, hold on, what, oh, my gosh, what do you want your life to look like? And like, what kind of human do you want to be? And I don't just mean like how much money you want to have, how many hours with clients you want to be working, or like whether you want to start life training. I actually mean what what habits do you want to have? What routines do you want to have? What do you want to do when you wake up in the morning? Like what is your morning routine? What is your night routine? What conversations do you want to have with your friends or your partner? What kind of activities do you want to be doing in your spare time with your friends, with your partner? What do you want your life to look like in fucking detail? Down to like what kind of fucking clothes you wear. Dig fucking deep. Write it all out. Search Pinterest, create a Pinterest board. Do you like do do what you need to do in order to figure out what kind of life you want and the human you want to become? Do you want to wake up early and go for a walk first thing, first thing in the morning? Do you want to cook a nice meal each night? Do you want to eat dinner with each night with your partner at a reasonable hour? Do you want to travel and go away on your days off instead of just being in your like hometown? What do you want your life to look like and the human you want to become forms the foundations of boundaries. You cannot enforce boundaries if you don't know why you're doing them, if you don't know why you're enforcing them. 
So for me, I want to finish early in summer, like midday. I want to be able to go for a swim, which means sitting in a bedroom with my clients that I'm no longer doing afternoon or late night appointments. It also means sitting in a bedroom with myself, not to overbook myself out of those set hours. I want to have weekends off because that's when my partner has his days off and like majority of my friends have weekends off. So I can spend quality time with them. I want to go away on roadies and holidays over the weekend, which means I can no longer do weekend appointments. So that means setting the boundary with my clients that I'm not doing weekend appointments. I want to look after my human by cooking fucking decent meals, drinking enough water, reading a book each night, taking vitamins, and doing all the good things that I need to do to make sure I'm setting a boundary with myself that I've got set lunch breaks. I'm not scrolling on social media at night and I'm disciplining myself, like setting that boundary with myself. Digging deep to find out what you value in life, what aligns with the human you want to be like become, allows you to acknowledge the boundaries that need to be enforced in your life and in your relationships. So I'm going to go into the easy boundaries first, which is boundaries in business. And you'll be like, you're probably sitting there thinking like, boundaries in business isn't fucking easy. Like, what the fuck are you on about? We often think that, like, oh, hold up. Boundaries in business are so much easier than boundaries in your personal life. We often think that the only boundaries we need to enforce is just like no-show policies, cancellation of payment, late policies, info policies. They are not the only ones. There is so much fucking more than that, and we don't even think about it until it's too late. Clients act how you have taught them. Clients act how you have taught them. So what I mean by this is if you have a client that turns up 10 minutes late right before your late policy cut off, but when they come in, you say, oh, no, it's all good, don't worry about it. You have taught them that it's okay to walk in 10 minutes late. So that is how they act. Or let's say you have a client who always shows up with less than the required amount for an infill, but you still charge them an infill price anyway, even though you're doing a full set. You've taught them that that amount that they come in with is okay and it is enough for an infill. So that's how they act. Or you have a client that always reschedules within your cancellation timeframe, but you reschedule them anyway without changing them a fee or forfeiting their deposit. You have taught them that that is okay to do that. So that's what they do. Your clients act how you have taught them. Or another one, you get a client. No, you get every single client to book through your booking system, but you have this one client who always messages you for a booking, but you book her in anyways. You have taught her that they can message you to book rather than spending, rather than sending them your booking link and telling them to book through the booking system. You've taught them that that is okay, and so that's what they do. Common denominator is you. You determine how your clients act and how they treat you as well as your business. One of the main reasons why you're probably in this masterclass is is to stop getting no-shows or even just making sure you receive the P, the, the 
receive the B when people do no show. We often think they're posting our terms and conditions on our story and then chuck them on a highlight on Instagram as enforcing our policies. But it's not at all. There was a time where that was enough to stop people from no shopping, to like to stop them from cancelling last minute or showing up late. Now it actually does fuck all. Posting about your terms and conditions just isn't enough. Oh, posting about your terms and conditions just isn't enough to prevent people from doing those things anymore. Before I introduced mandatory 50% deposits, I was getting at least two no-shows or love cancellations each month. And even worse, I never, ever fucking received that fee that they were obliged to give me, that they agreed to at my terms and conditions. Even though it was stated on my booking system, Instagram, website, and all of the fucking places it could be. But it wasn't enough to enforce that boundary. So last year in November, I had enough of the no-shows, the can- like cancellations, the not receiving the fees. I had a fucking enough. I was sick of being walked over and losing income that I rely on to literally pay rent. Like, I rely on my income so fucking much. And when someone cancels or no-shows, it fucks my entire week up. So I introduced, wait, no. So I enforced mandatory deposits. Since then, I did this in like November last year. And since then, I have not had one no-show or last-minute cancellation. Not a single fucking one. People always claim that they rely on their business income so badly and it affects no-shows. People always claim that they rely on their business income so fucking badly and the effects no-shows and last-minute cancellations have on their life, but they actually do nothing about it. They will run on their stories about how bad they are after they get a no-show. They will post their terms and conditions over and over again. They will get mad, frustrated, triggered, and maybe even cry when they get a no-show. I've been there. It's like been there multiple times. But they actually don't do anything to prevent further no-shows from happening. Ranting on your stories is not going to stop people from doing it in the future. It's actually doing the exact opposite. It's showing others that they can get away with it as well. It's showing people that you do not respect yourself and your time enough to enforce stronger boundaries. Why would people book with you if you don't even respect yourself? Or why would they even show up to their appointment? And you question why you're having no-shows and last-minute cancellations. You cannot claim that you are sick of getting no-shows, last-minute cancellations, clients coming in late, clients coming in with less than the required amount for an info or whatever the thing is, and not doing anything about it to prevent it in the future. That is not being congruent with what you are saying and therefore losing trust with your audience. If you claim you're sick of receiving this type of treatment from clients, do something about it. Take action, create change, prevent it from happening in the future. Be congruent with what you're saying. Enforce those fucking boundaries because your time is valuable and you're worth so much more than getting no-show, right? I just want to add one more thing that I fucking love about deposits. 
And other than the fact that I get the notes or that sort of treatment, but I get half of my income now and half at the time of the appointment. So for me, that means if I'm on holiday or having a day off, I can still make income while not even working. So like each weekend, I will literally make 100 bucks to maybe like 400 bucks just from deposits throughout the weekend. Like I'm not even working and I'm still making 400 bucks max or not even max, like roughly. And so like when I went on a cruise for two weeks, I made about $800 just from deposits. Like deposits allow me to make money even when I'm not working. I can almost guarantee what you are thinking right now as I talk about deposits and enforcing deposits. I can guarantee that it is people won't book with me if I introduce deposits, if I make them pay a 50% deposit before they book. If you think that people won't book if you have to if they have to pay a deposit, where is your self-trust? I can 100 percent guarantee that people will pay a deposit if they truly want the appointment. And if they don't want to pay a deposit, they will they will probably get a no-show or cancel last minute anyways. They are going to have to pay the money anyways. Paying half actually like Paying half when they book actually suits some people better. So, like, nowadays a lot of people are here for, the, like, the buy now, pay later or, like, after pay and, like, those payment plans and stuff like that. Deposits kind of have the same sort of concept in a way. Like, like they'll pay half when they book and then half at the time of the appointment. Like, it just makes it so much easier for the clients. I'm going to go through a few like common boundaries that our beauty business owners should enforce. The first one being like the amount of extensions we require for an infill. So for me, this is 50% and I can fucking strict on that. We will often have clients that come in for an infill and not have the required amount of lashes left for it to be classed as an infill. But we charge them an infill price even though we've just done what should have been a full set because we were scared of the confrontation. We are scared of saying to them, so this should actually be a full set. This is where you need to enforce the boundary. Otherwise, like I talked about earlier, they will continue to come in with less than the required amount because you have taught them that that is okay, that the amount that they are coming in with is okay and they'll still get a full set done for for infill price. So when I have a client come in with less than 50%, I say to them, we probably need to do a full set. What we can do is we can do a full set now or I can do as much as I can in the infill time and change your next appointment to a full set. And I only offer a full set if I have time to do it. If I don't have time to do a full set, if I've only got that infill time, I will literally just do as much as I can in that infill time and then change the next appointment to a full set. This way, we're enforcing the boundary, but we're also giving them the option because, like, some clients only come in with the amount for an infill and need, like, more time to budget for the money for a full set. Another boundary that we need to enforce is not squeezing clients in outside of our hours. So as we are fully booked, do not squeeze extra clients in outside of those hours. This is entirely our people-pleasing mindset and our fear of letting people down. Hear me up. You are not 
the only person who is good at lunches in your area or routes or nails or whatever it might be. That might be hard to get, but it's the truth. There are other lactates out there. You are not obliged to say yes to that client that asks for last-minute appointments. Again, if you say yes to someone even when you're booked out or don't have the time that they want, they will expect you to pull an appointment out of your fucking ass every time they ask for now because that is how you have taught them. You have taught them that they don't need to book in advance because you'll just pull an appointment out of your butt whenever they want it. And what about the clients that message you late at night or on your days off? You get frustrated and triggered that they are messaging you, forcing you to do work on your days off or late at night or time off. When in, re- and when in reality, that's a you problem. Do you see big salons or big stores replying to emails after hours? No. So why would you? Why should you? You have the ability to ignore those after-hour messages or even just put your phone on do not disturb. Boundaries with yourself are the most important. If you do not have boundaries with yourself, how do you expect to enforce boundaries with others? Boundaries with yourself could be replying to messages after hours, giving yourself a lunch break, locking out gaps between clients, not engaging in work on days off, um, family and friends asking for discounts or even enforcing an extra fee for after hour, after, oh my gosh, after hour appointments. Be strict, be strong, be disciplined, be congruent with what you are telling yourself and the, the boundaries that you say you're going to enforce with yourself. I'm going to go into boundaries in our personal life. Um, because we often think that boundaries are just in our business with clients, but there's actually so many, like so much more boundaries within your personal life compared to your business. If you don't have boundaries within your personal life, you simply will not be able to enforce boundaries within your business. Why is my nose going on funny? Okay, so remember, oh my gosh. Okay, so remember that boundaries need to be enforced when you feel triggered or frustrated or when things just don't feel good for you. So let's say you have a friend who you love, but every time you catch up, she talks about her ex or her boyfriend, which doesn't feel good for you. You start resenting actually spending time with her because you, because you feel like deflated or drained after you see her. Like you should be you should be feeling like positive, uplifted, energetic after you see people. So let's say you have a friend who you love, but every time you catch up with her, she talks about her ex or her boyfriend, which doesn't feel good for you. You start resenting actually spending time with her because you feel deflated or drained after seeing her. Boundaries bad. Or let's say let's say you have a friend who is always talking about negative things or bitching about others when you catch up, which doesn't feel good for you. Bad juice, bad. Or your partner who is always on his phone when you want to be having like quality time with him. Bad juice, bad. Or you feel pressured to go to an event when you don't want to, but you fear the backlash of saying no. One, 
Keep it a phrase. Two, boundaries bad. I want you to take a second and write down a few things within relationships that you need to enforce boundaries. So, like, it could be with your friends, it could be with your family, it could be with your partner, it could be with your clients. Think of things that they do that don't feel good for you and, like, just write them down in your notes. Boundaries go so much fucking deeper than terms and conditions and we don't actually realise it. We think that just because people are doing things that we don't like, we've got to cut them off completely. We've got to end the future. We've got to end the relationship. And if the people we're enforcing these boundaries to don't raise their standards to meet your boundaries, that's when you cut them off. Because you deserve people in your life that meet your high standards and will uplift you and make you a better person. It's literally a proven fact that the five people you spend the most time with like represent the person you are and will become. So I want you to just take a second to think about who those five people are and if you will be proud to say that they are the person who you are, like you are going to turn into that person. Would you be proud of that? Think about the qualities, their drive, their dreams. Are you happy with being the person that they are? All right, now for the fucking hard part, actually enforcing boundaries. We often avoid enforcing boundaries because of our people-pleasing mindset. We don't want to be the bad guy. We don't want people not to like us. We don't want to lose friends. We don't want to end relationships. We don't want to be alone. And we don't want clients to not book with us. We are literally giving into fear by not enforcing boundaries. We fear the negative outcome, and so we don't do it. It's easier just to not do it. We play safe. We are wasting valuable time that could be spent deepening connections or building our business because we've already got those foundations down. But instead, we're wasting time because we're giving into fear. We hold off enforcing boundaries for weeks, which could have been done ASAP and saved us weeks of time and thoughts. It's the whole confrontational thing, right? We fear confront, like, what? Oh, my gosh. Wait, I can't even say that. Confronting someone and looking like an absolute bitch. That's it, eh? Old me hated confrontation. Like, fully could not do it at all. I would just cry. I would bawl my eyes out. I couldn't even get it out. Partly because I thought I was the shy person which had been drilled into my brain ever since I was little. And, like, I thought that that was just my personality. I thought that I just couldn't do it. Um, And then also partly because of, like, past reactions from my ex when I would, confront, like, confront him. Um, So if you find com- – why can I not say this word? Confrontation, scary and uncomfortable – it is because your subconscious mind is deeming that the position and feeling is unsafe because you've never done it before. It's all like not often. Like you're not comfortable in that position. And so it's scary. It's one of those things like posting yourself on social media or raising your hand in class or going out in public alone that scares us. But we have to become comfortable with being uncomfortable in order to grow. Take small bite-sized steps. If it means confronting someone like through message or text, so fucking bad. 
as a step towards doing it in person. And remember that you cannot get mad at someone for breaching a boundary that was never actually enforced. And by not enforcing that boundary, you're wasting time. Boundaries are not enforced to ruin relationships. They are enforced to deepen relationships. Okay, so let's say you have a client who always shows up like to the, um, no, they show up to their appointment with makeup on. At the end of their appointment, I would just say, just remember to remove all your makeup with a facial cleanser before coming to your appointment to avoid a $15 makeup removal fee. If next time they show up still with makeup on, charge that fee. They will learn after that 15 bucks because 15 bucks will add up. Or let's say you have a client that shows up bang on 10 minutes late, which is your late policy cutoff. I would say to them, um, like, just remember to show up on time as being 10 minutes late as cutting into your leisure time, and it actually can't get a full set done without that extra 10 minutes. Now, I'm going to tell you a personal story about how I had to enforce a few boundaries with a friend of mine. Um, and specifically a boundary where she was like always talking about boys when we called out, right? And I kind of talked about this earlier. But like this didn't feel good for me. It didn't align with the friendships that I wanted to have. It didn't align with my values. And so like we were both really fucking busy at the time and we just didn't have the time to catch up. So I messaged her because like I just wanted to get it off my chest. I wanted to address this boundary before like it took up more space in my mind. And so I'm actually going to read that message out to you, kind of just to give you guys an insight into, like, what enforcing boundaries looks like in relationships and, like, in my life. Um, and so I simply said to her, and these exact words, I'm just going to read it out. And, like, kind of blurred out the names just in case, um, apart from my boyfriend. Okay. So I literally said to her, there was, wait, okay, not this. I said there was three things that I talked about to her, but I'm just going to read out one thing. And this was kind of like the middle thing, so it kind of joins into the others. Okay. But I said to her, then another thing is that when we do catch up, which isn't often because we're both so busy, I feel like majority of the chat is about boy number one or boy number two, or you asking how Tom is. For me, my life does not revolve around boys and talking about boys the whole time does not align with the friendships I want to have. I want to talk about us and how you genuinely are, how work is, how study is, how life is, and just about us. Obviously, we can fill each other in on the boys, and if you need to run, I'm always here, but when it gets to the point where it's about them every single time we see each other, that's when I actually start to resent spending time with you, which is definitely not what I want. So I know that many of you probably have had the same thing come up for you when, like, in terms of friends constantly talking about boys when you catch up, which is why I thought I would share this specific one with you. Um, and so this friend came back to me, to my message, and was totally understanding, like, she knew that I wasn't doing this to be a bitch or to make her feel bad. I was purely doing it to deepen our friendship. And I caught up with this friend a couple of weekends ago for the first time after this message. And, like, guess what? Majority of the chat was about us. I heard actually talk to her about how my life is, how my business is, the dreams I have and, like, the plans I have for me in the future. Like, where I, like, I could actually talk to her about us. 
obviously there was like a little bit about the boys, but not the whole entire time. She could have gone two ways, one way being understanding and implement the boundary that um, I've just enforced to make our relationship stronger, which was what she did, thank God. Um, but she could have actually gone the other way, taking it offensive and actually just stop talking to me and end the relationship. Anyone can go either of those ways when we enforce a boundary, and that's actually why we don't enforce them because we think, what if they just end the relationship or friendship? And in all honesty, they can. <laughs> they fully can. But if they cannot uphold our standards and raise theirs to meet ours, do we actually want them in our lives? Like, are they actually benefiting us and helping us grow as a person? Just because you have a past with someone does not mean you have to have a future with them, right? So just because you've a past with someone, just because you've known them for years, doesn't mean you have to have a future with them and keep them as a friend and keep seeing them. If we are wasting our energy entertaining relationships that do not better ourselves and no longer serve us, what is the point? We're literally wasting our energy and time that could be used more usefully. And, like, sometimes as we grow as a person, we will experience relationships that no longer serve us because we outgrow them. We, while we're growing as a person, we outgrow relationships. We outgrow people. We outgrow everything. Okay, so when it comes to enforcing business boundaries, posting your terms and conditions on your story or, or on your feed or highlighting them and pinning them just doesn't cut it anymore. Posting them will not stop people from going against them. We have to enforce stronger boundaries if we want people to respect our time and energy. If we want people to, to stop no-showing or cancelling at the last minute, we are in a position where we just have to enforce mandatory deposits. That is the only way we are going to be able to completely eliminate the problem. When it comes to other business boundaries, like not showing up to your appointment with makeup on or like not showing up with the required amount for an infill. We simply need to communicate this with the specific clients that do this. Boundaries with ourselves are the hardest boundaries to impose. Hard up a good energy line. It probably looks really silly. Okay. Boundaries with ourselves are the hardest boundaries to enforce. If we work for someone else and tell, they tell us to show up at a certain time, we will. If they tell us to do this task at this time, we will. If a flatmate tells us to help clean the bathroom at this time, we will. But when we tell ourselves to do something, we don't. When we tell ourselves that we're only going to work six hours a day, we will overbook ourselves. When we tell ourselves that we're going to work on a new manual or course, course today, we don't. When we tell ourselves that we're going to go to the gym today, we don't. What is the fucking difference between someone else telling us to do something and telling ourselves we're going to do something? We should be prioritizing the task or thing that we tell ourselves just as much, if not more, than if someone else told us to do it. You cannot get mad or frustrated about something if you have not enforced the boundary in the first place or if you haven't enforced it enough. 
Treat your business like a fucking business. Treat yourself like the boss bitch that you fucking are. Take the emotion out of it. Stop your play. Get rid of that fucking people-pleasing mindset and enforce those fucking boundaries because you cannot achieve, like, all these big goals that you want to achieve and build a six-figure business or this multi-six-figure business or this fucking seven-figure business if you do not have the foundations down in order to build that. You cannot excel and scale your business if you don't have the foundations and the basics down packed first, right? Which is why we're going back to basics. We're going back to the boundaries, the basics, right? Alrighty. That is all I have for you. Um, I actually don't know how long that took. And I was talking really fast, so I'm hoping that you can actually understand me. Um... I really encourage you to come back and watch this a couple times because every time you watch it, shit will end differently. Because every time you watch it, you're in a different position in business and in life. Or maybe you have like a boundary that needs to come, like is coming up for you and you need to enforce it. But you just need that little bit of a push to actually like confront the person. Come back and watch this. Like let it give you a kick up fucking ass, right? If you need to come back and take notes, do it. If you want to listen to this on your fucking hot girl walk, do it. You have lifetime access to this replay, so watch it as many times as you want. Come back to it whenever. Um, and I've also got a cheap little discount for you all. Um, so everyone in this masterclass will get 20% of a coaching call. Whether that is a 30 or 60 minute call is up to you. If you want to make the most out of the discount, go for the 60 minute call. Um, and I actually just want to thank you all for jumping on this masterclass so fucking quick. Like most of you signed up within 24 hours, which is crazy. And I think we got to maybe like 22 people in this, which is nuts um, for like my second kind of main masterclass. But it's so good. It's so powerful to see that all like all these women come together, all these business owners, all these boss bitches come together and like just invest in themselves and invest in their like business as well. Um, so I hope a lot of that shit has landed for you. Please send me a message on Instagram with what landed for you, what you didn't like, maybe if you have any other questions. Um, and yeah, I hope to see if you oh like. If you want to use that 20% off a coaching call, just message me and I will sort out like a custom link for you to book that call. Um, but I think that's all. I think we are done. All right. So I will, well, obviously I'll upload this and you'll get an email and you can log into my online platform whenever you want to watch this again. Um, but yeah. Thank you for watching. I feel like I just ended a fucking YouTube video there. So yeah. Okay, bye.